Brad Davison, good morning. Yeah, morning, guys. How are we? Very well, thank you. Now, we're interesting with all this sort of rain around Sydney overnight, and fangirl we know uh, generally is best on dry ground. So how do you think she'll go on the Apollo? Yeah, gee, it's funny, isn't it, guys, how things can change in a, in a, in a second in Sydney. Uh, what have we got? 60 mil or something, a reading on, online. I'm Jeez. not sure how much of the track it's got, but, uh, yeah, it's Sydney weather. It's, it's as unpredictable as it comes, isn't it? So it's sort of turned uh, tomorrow's meeting on its head. Um, look, you know, she'll be, she'll be hard enough to beat if she's there, but uh, I'm not sure she'll be there now with that rain, um, depending how the track comes up and... And whatnot, we know at this time of the year it, it dries pretty quickly. But if they've copped anything like that, then um, yeah, I'd look, Dan, are waiting for the the track report this morning. I checked the ATC website, and uh, that weather and track sort of report doesn't seem to be updated just yet. So I'm I'm sort of up in the air a bit. But uh, look, I had it clearly on top. But we know that you know genuine wet tracks generally a query, and I just don't, I'm not sure whether Chris Waller will even run her if it is a, a genuine wet track. So. Uh, we'll wait and see and see how all that pans out um, tomorrow and, and see what the weather update is this morning. But, uh, look, I think soft track's okay for her, but if we're on sort of genuine heavy, um, then it's always a bit of a query for Fangirl there in the Apollo Stakes tomorrow. Uh, are you waiting for the track to improve or are you worried about your selection in the light fingers tomorrow, given the amount of uh- rain that's around? Look, I think Arctic Glamour will get through it, Loz. Um, uh, you know, she's tried well on soft ground before. She's pretty un- unknown on sort of, you know, genuine wet ground. But, gee, I think she trialled up beautifully heading into this race. And they went up sort of $8 early on. I thought that was an absolute steal about Arctic Glamour. Uh, you know, her first up win last preparation was dynamic. And uh, the way she's trialled, beating Macarena, who ran so well on Eskimo Prince last weekend, uh, does read very nicely for her her prospects here so I'm, I'm happy to stick with her even if it is wet but yeah like i said if it if it does get genuine heavy then um it's always a bit of a concern but they're all pretty much in the same boat here all resuming from a break so um we'll, we'll uh you know they're all going to be a little fitness concern and if anything she's probably looking for 1300 meters so i don't think um that's going to be too much of an issue for her so Look, I think she was the value player of the day at, at Randwick there tomorrow. Look, she's probably at around a right odds now, $5. But um, I think she'll go awfully close. Watch for her late down the outside. She's got a massive finish and just needs to stay in touch early on in the race. Very intriguing black caviar lightning. Uh, Imperatrice, ninety-five back into a eighty-five, coming off that, you know, questionable trial. To what extent is she vulnerable in the lightning tomorrow? It's got to be a query, doesn't it, Jared? I mean, you watch that trial and I am unstoppable and Bill and Nipatina went past her under a hold and there she is being ridden out and, and showed nothing at all. I mean, you know, if you were just watching them and the horses hadn't raced together, you'd price Imperatrice 50 to 1 and the others much, much shorter. But, um, you know, it's always a little query because you've got to sort of treat horses, I mean, we've seen what she's done and, and in my opinion, she's the best sprinter in Australia at the moment but they've got to come back and do it again the, the preparation after and um, we know mares sometimes can sort of, you know, go off the boil a little bit um, so can gilding, so can uh, so can colt, so really any horse can, so you always got that little query and that's why the, the, the bookies are dangling the carrot a little bit they'll probably continue to dangle it tomorrow and you might get sort of 2, 210 um, it's a really fascinating. I mean, I've got to stick with her just simply because her figures last preparation are a, 
a class above these, but um, I do concede that uh, she could go either way simply off that trial, which was very, very plain. Um, there was no other way to describe it. So, yeah, uh, fascinating to see what happens. Private Eye, he'll be, he'll be storming home. I am unstoppable that the stable suggesting he's just improved out of sight, this preparation. So, look, I think they're the main dangers. Um, but, look, she's got to go on top, but with a bit of a degree of caution there tomorrow, no doubt. Who's your best tomorrow at Randwick, mate? Look, I think Winchat's hard to beat. Again, he probably, you know, doesn't want that all that rain overnight, but he just maps to get a, a beautiful run in front. He, his first up winner on the Kensington track, he absolutely broke the clock. And uh, with 60 kilos, he drops down massively in weight here. He controls the race. He can be a bit inconsistent. That's his little query. But, look, if he jumps to the front and runs anywhere near he did last start, he'll be winning again. He's, his last start rating was about four lengths clear of what anything else has done in this race. So he's got a big sort of gap on them and uh, just needs to go anywhere near what he did first up to be awfully hard to beat once again. So race four, Winchat, the best there tomorrow. And race eight, Arctic Glamour, I thought was the, the best value. And that's race eight, number nine. So Winchat, race four, number eight. His value, Arctic, Arctic Glamour, race eight, number nine. $5 currently uh, with tab there. Uh, thank you, Davo. Have a good day. Thanks, guys. You too.